the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green and shortly I will be here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern. He's in the building. I believe he's in the elevator. But wanted to get started because we had to get started. Uh, you know, each week we try to talk about helpful hints about buying cars. And he just walked in. We just started 10 seconds ago. He hasn't missed anything. He's got a nice smile on his face. And I actually printed an article that it was by one of Dana's favorite people. We won't mention who he is, but arguably not really my favorite person because he often tells people things that arguably may not benefit them in the grand scheme of things. Yep. So I wrote a couple of things down as to what I thought about this. And then I also printed the article. So it was an article that I found on MSN, and it was from 2017, I believe, and I don't, I, I don't want to give the date, and the, the, the headline turns my stomach. Don't let a car dealer's yo-yo financing scheme reel you in. What does that mean, Gary? Okay. In the state of Arizona, we live in a state that is called a spot delivery state. Which means when you buy a car and you go through the finance office, one of those documents that you sign actually states this contract is not finalized until final approval from the bank. It goes one step further. It's actually the contract's not legitimate until you have funding from the bank. Now, it's not a scam, okay? And one of the things that I wrote was... This doesn't normally happen to people that have really good credit. That is correct. And I talked about that, thought about that, and then guess what happened the other day? Happened to a person with really good credit. I was with a friend of mine, and we were buying a car, and he's a pretty sharp guy, and he wanted to send his bank loan to Desert Schools Credit Union. And... His or Desert Financial is the new name. They changed the name. But they've changed the names, but the parties are all the same. Absolutely correct. So the funny thing was, he didn't like the rate 
that desert that desert financial had it was very simple he's an 800 credit score but he's over 125 percent out the door because he wants to put sixteen hundred dollars down and he's fifty seven hundred dollars upside down now the joke when i asked my friend over the phone what the condition of his car was he was very honest with me he said gary this car's hit everything but the lottery And when he showed up, the front bumper was ripped up. The rear bumper was all bent up. There was a basketball-sized dent in the car. The the dashboard looked like a video game. We sat in the office. We agreed to all the numbers. And my friend said, if you don't like that, let me try sending it to this bank. So this bank came back. And instead of the 4.49, it was 3.29. It's quite a difference on a $20,000 loan. It certainly is far more than the fee we would collect if we helped someone just save in that one category alone. So now they walk outside to discuss everything and they walk back in and said, Gary, we want to do this, but is it okay if we just put a thousand dollars down instead of 1600? Now the bank was sent information looking for $1,600 down. So I went to the general manager of the dealership. He was working on something else, and he said, it shouldn't be a problem. We went into the finance office. We typed everything up. I looked at the finance manager and said, hey, I just want to let you know that with a 1000 down, the contract does not match the callback. And he turns around and says, well, I don't think it's going to be a problem. So I pointed it out to two people. Guess what happened? When they put the 1000 down instead of the 1600 the bank decided it wasn't the same loan value, and they raised the rate 0.4%. So instead of 3.269, it was 3.69. So with the contract, they had to send $320 because they weren't calling my client, telling him, oh, there's a problem. Now, there are times when a Resign becomes beneficial to the client. There's times that the resign becomes beneficial to nobody. When a dealership resigns you, it's not their decision. It's not the dealership scam that decided you weren't approved. It was the lender that decided you're not approved. However, and I'm, I'm sure they talk about it in the article that Gary's going to reference, there, there are numerous times when the dealer recognizing the credit worthiness of the potential client or buyer from them, along with their equity position, they know going in, if they are spot delivering, that there is a reasonable chance that this loan is not going to be approved the way it was structured. However, they don't necessarily ever tell the client or the consumer that until this yo-yo thing comes into effect where they tried to get it approved, couldn't get it approved at the place they'd hoped for, and now they want to invite you back in to re-sign a contract. Gary and I do, uh, I think, as good a job as anyone ever could making sure that never occurs. In the event that you do have concerns about your credit and you're not certain that the loan is going to be approved as structured, it may behoove you to try to get your financing pre-approved prior to going in. But here, the flip side to that is if you don't have good credit, the odds of you getting your loan approved on your own are going to be much less 
than all of the opportunities a dealership has with all of their lenders. And that's absolutely true. As Gary shares that, you know, when, when you do have credit challenges, one of the advantages of the dealer is because they do have so many different lenders available to them. Unlike you as an individual consumer, you might bank with who you bank with, and you may or may not have a credit union that that also does auto loans. But that's a perfect example of where Gary and I can make all the difference. Just because you happen to have a bank you do business with or have a credit union you do business with doesn't mean that they're the best place for you to finance your car today. Gary and I know whether or not the lender that you have in mind or the lender the dealer has in mind is in your best interest, and we also know who is. Go ahead, you know, Gary. I'm sorry. And, and the funny thing is this. When you, when you sign a contract on the car, it's like Dana said, they're not telling you. Now, what happens sometimes is you do not have a three-day right of rescission in the state of Arizona to buy a car. But the one thing you want to remember, if you ever get that phone call and you're instructed to come into the dealership to sign paperwork, you now have what I call the right of decision. Hear that statement clearly. When you sign the first contract, if they're able to get that contract funded, you're over the age of 18, and you've signed it, then you are an owner. However, in the event that they do reach back out to you and tell you that they're unable to secure the loan the way that you signed it, what Gary was just explaining is critical. And it's hard sometimes because when, when you bring a new vehicle home and you show it to your kids and you show it to your neighbors and you take it for a spin and you have that, that good feeling of, of, you know, I just got a new car and, and they don't give you a hint very effectively that, hey, this isn't approved yet and you might not get approved. We're just trying our best. There might be some dealers that will be forthright and share that with you, but in most cases they don't. And the difficult part for many people is once they've taken it home, and they've shown it to the kids and they've shown it to the neighbors, if they get that second call with new information, in order to not lose face, in order to not be ashamed or to, to you know, suggest that they couldn't do it, they often end up going back in. And Gary can kind of tell you how it goes from there. Now, now here, here's the thing. When you buy the car, a lot of times people don't quite understand their credit situation. They think their credit's better than it is. They think they should qualify for something that they don't. And the dealership takes what's called the path of least resistance. Now, how many times did you hear when you were a sales manager, when you were a general manager, and the finance guy would say, let's throw it against the wall and see where it sticks? Um, unfortunately, and of course it's been many years now because I haven't worked in a dealership for many years, but over the years... Hundreds and hundreds of times have I heard that statement, and it's often the sales manager on the car deal who's trying to convince the finance person to do the deal. Often the finance person kind of knows that the structure is probably not going to work, and he'd rather or she'd rather address it then rather than have the customer come back in. But the path of least resistance is that you simply sign them up and make them think everything's okay and then see if it sticks. Yep. And the other part of it is this doesn't normally happen 
to people that have really good credit. Absolutely. The instance with my friend the other day was because they took it upon themselves to not reach out and, hey, let's just call the bank real quick and make sure that since the term's changing, because if they would have said to me, hey, if he puts a thousand down, this is the rate. If he puts sixteen hundred down, this is the rate. With the way that they did it, he got the rate for the sixteen hundred down with the thousand down. Now, there are times if that something like that happened, you could get a phone call saying from the dealership, Hey, you can do one of two things. You can bring a six hundred dollars. One of three things. You can bring a six hundred dollars, you can sign an, a new contract at the higher rate, or you can bring the car back and drop off the keys. How many times, Dana? Have you? We helped people buy cars that have bad credit. Um, numerous times. How many of those deals did you allow? And I mean it. Allow the customer to go home in the car on a contract that wasn't approved yet. Never. Same here. Remember, you can always reach Dana at 602-679-8324. You can always reach me, Gary, at 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to the Earnhardt family of dealerships for their support of your car insiders. You know, other than the fact that they understand what it is that Dana and I try to do, they make it simple and they go out of their way. Now, I had a gal the other day that... I got a text from her dad. What's the best car you can lease? What's the lowest payment you could get? Well, he should have told me that it's probably the lowest credit score you've seen all year so far. So there's so many parameters to buying a car. But this is not a dealer scam. It's not. I don't believe it to be a scam. Well, in the sense that the dealer delivers the car, knowing they may not have it approved, but ultimately it's always the bank's decision. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see 
became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Gary Green. And collectively, we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, exclusively for you, looking out for your best interest and your best interest only. And we'll talk more about that as the show goes on. But before we do, a special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road. The dealership there is a unique experience compared to going into any other Volkswagen dealership in the Valley. They are a full disclosure, very forthright dealership. And the only thing you could possibly have happen better is if whether Gary or I were to go with you. Their phone number is 623-875-4001 and highly recommend. Um, as it relates to the actual article that, that Gary was um, kind enough to print. Um, it starts by talking about if you buy a new or used car and a few days later, and sometimes it might be a week later, it could be a week and a half later, depending on how long it takes them. But it doesn't say this part, so I'll just read what it says. Um, there's been a problem with your financing. Alarm bells should go off. He's doing really well so far. You might be the victim of a yo-yo financing scam so-called because you're pulled back into the dealership to negotiate the deal at a higher interest rate and worse loan terms. It's not necessarily always worse because if the bank contracts you and your credit score is not that great and they contract you at 9.9% and all of a sudden they get you approved at 5.9%, they can't cash that contract. They have to recontract you at 7.9%. And so you could indeed have your rate go down. So, so the, the general statement is, is in most cases, the news isn't going to be true. That would be a true statement. Right. The, the news isn't going to be good. <laughs> but as it relates to, it's always going to be a higher interest rate and it's always going to be a longer loan term, that, that's simply not true. Often the bank will cut the term and, and as Gary alluded to, in some cases offer a, a better rate. It usually doesn't go that way. Just for clarification, it usually is what he described, but it, every circumstance stands on its own. Now, Dana just used the word cut. So there's a phrase in the automotive industry that the salesperson never uses with you, the finance manager never uses with you. What you need to do, and this is the one thing you have to remember, if you get that phone call and you're asked to visit the car dealership, can I say how it usually goes, Gary? Well, let me just finish. All right, please do. So you get that phone call. Here's the first thing you have to remember. You're under no obligation to sign anything. And the one thing I'm going to tell you is when you're signing the new contract or the new buyer's order, you better have the old paperwork in front of you because you want to make sure what's changing. And they call that a cut and fill. And, and ultimately... 
sometimes the bank will restrict the amount that they'll loan on the car itself, meaning the advance is going to be a percentage or in relationship to a book value, so to speak. But often when it comes to the products that they sell in the finance department, whether it be extended warranty, gap insurance, maintenance, low jack, paint sealants, you pick it. A lot of those items are not restricted at all. And so often, what do they do, Gary? So what happens is when you bought the car and you sign the contract, you actually bought into everything that the finance manager said, and you bought a six-year, 100,000-mile service contract. And all of a sudden, you go into the dealership and you sign all the new paperwork, and all of a sudden, he has a new service contract in front of you. Well, he has to sign the new service contract because it's not the same term. So what happens to people, unfortunately, more times than not, is they go in, they leave, they might have gotten a lower interest rate, they might have gotten a lower price on the car, but now all of a sudden, that finance manager helped himself to raising the price of the products. So he cut the front of the deal and filled it with profit from the back. Now, needs to say, it's kind of like if you're putting down payment down whether it's trade equity, which is like cash down, whether you take cash out of your hip pocket and it's Benjamin Franklin's $100 bills, or whether you write a personal check that is good, um, it's the same, it's the same, it's the same. Anyway, getting back to his article, it says, such scams are a twist on what's known as spot delivery, which Gary alluded to and shared earlier. We are a state that does do spot deliveries, meaning that you buy it on the spot. There is no cooling off period. There is no you going to get your registration. Depending on what part of the country you are from, they have different rules and laws. We're speaking about specifically here in Arizona. But with that said, um, the customer drives off with the car while the dealer continues shopping for their financing. By understanding yo-yo financing and what to watch out for at the dealership, you can avoid being put on the spot and falling prey to deceptive practices. How? How, Gary, do they do that? When they don't really know what their credit is, when they go into a dealership and, and everybody's giving them the reassurance that this is going to work. Oh, yeah, work. this is going to be fine. This is great and blah, blah, blah. Now, I grew up in New York. So when you bought a car in New York, you did all the paperwork, you went into finance, and you walked out, you shook the guy's hand, and they said to you, on Monday, we'll see you Friday. You didn't take delivery of the car. Now, in New York, when you picked the car up, it had the hard license plate on the car, no TRPs, no spot delivery. So what they do is it's very important to understand what your credit is before you go to a car dealership. Now, you cannot be surprised if you know you're maxed on your credit cards, you've been late a couple of times on your credit cards, you're currently delinquent on your mortgage, and you have to buy a car, you can't expect to get 0% financing if it's offered. Well, unfortunately, I, I, I believe the dealer, if they could, would offer it. And unfortunately, the, the bank isn't going to participate in, in that kind of a, a, a decision. It also 
shares that Rosemary Sheehan, founder and president of Consumer and Auto Reliability Safety, a nonprofit consumer advocacy organization, calls yo-yo finding scams an epidemic. Often, she says, dealers target people who are vulnerable or seem uninformed, young or older people, minorities, recent immigrants, and even members of the military. Poppycock. They don't have a a blanket where they target a particular group. They target everybody. And so I, I can only tell you that it... They may also have circumstances where it appears that these people are being isolated or or picked on individually, but I can assure you that they are an equal opportunity offender if they are the type of dealership that sends you out with a loan that they're quite sure they can't get approved, but are hoping. If they just told you that, I think about half the yo-yo financing would end because the people would be smart enough not to take delivery of the car until they knew the actual terms. Now, this is what I will tell you. If you get that phone call from the car dealership and you decide you're not going to bring the car back and you're not going in to sign anything, she proceeds, and I'm going to go through this when we come back, but remember, you can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. You can always reach me at 602-525-1370. You know, like I always say, you know, we appreciate everything that the Earnhardt stores do to help our clients. We're not in it with them to do anything other than get great deals for our clients. Earnhardt and Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit the all-new state-of-the-art facility and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to their clients. At Earnhardt Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people who know how to take care of a Lexus and even more importantly, how to take care of you. Now located in the heart of Phoenix at 800 East Camelback Road, Phoenix, Arizona, 85014. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixey, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a 
metric tons. How many buttons? We sabotage charges, stares at the walls, twist and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Welcome back to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. I'm sure you've all heard the phrase double-edged sword. There are times that the yo the yo-yo so-called scam can work to the benefit of the consumer. However, remember this. They cannot force you to sign anything. They can't say to you, oh, you drove the car, uh, you put miles on the car, you have to sign this contract. Now, one story that always r- rings a bell to me because they said they threatened to repossess the car or to report it stolen. Well, guess what? If they ask for the car and they don't see you within a week, there's a very good possibility you could get pulled over. And arrested for driving a stolen car. And I, I don't want to bring this up, but I, many, many years ago, we, we actually had a theft, theft problem at the dealership that I ran. And ultimately, we had a young man who'd stolen several cars from us over a period of time. And the last time that I'm aware of that he stole a car, he did it in broad daylight. And ultimately, um, we had the police in pursuit within a matter of two minutes. They caught up to the young man who had stolen the car, and they pulled him over at gunpoint. And so just so we're crystal clear, um, if you are accused of stealing a car, when they stop you, they will... They don't know it's because you need to re-sign a contract. They do not know that. And so be aware that... In this particular case, the officer did draw a gun and point it at the gentleman who had stolen the car and instructed him to throw the keys out of the car. And then the young man threw a different set of keys out of the car and took off. Anyway, the point of this is you do not want to be in a vehicle that you do not own, that they're requesting to have back and be under the impression that it's just okay for you to keep it. No, it is not. You know, and and the most important thing to that is remember this. You signed something in the dealership's finance office that actually said spot delivery on it. And that you will bring it back in the event they request it. It's not open for negotiation. Now, there was another instance that was the complete opposite. Gentleman went into a car dealership and he negotiated a car deal and he looked at two different vehicles. And nobody caught the fact that all the paperwork was done on car A, but all the negotiating was done on car B. And car B was about $5,000 less. The sales manager made a mistake. An honest mistake, I believe, in this case. Yes. And they contracted the gentleman on the car that was more expensive with all the numbers based on the car that was less expensive. Now, do I feel bad for the dealership? Nope. Now, what ended up happening was the gentleman took the car home. 
the gentleman got the phone call from the dealership and said, hey, by the way, we'd we like to invite you back in. in. <laughs> we, 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 you're, you're contracted on the wrong car. And this guy was sharp enough to know that the TRP that was on the back of his car matched the VIN number on the car and matched the contract. Winner, winner, winner. So he proceeded to explain to the car, the sales manager at the dealership, I kind of like the car I got. I kind of really like the deal I got. And this is your problem, not mine. Have a nice day. Well, this moron sales manager decided I'm going to prove this guy who's right and who's wrong. And what does he do? He made a big mistake. Tell him what he did. He reported the vehicle stolen. Now, not only was the gentleman pulled over, not only was he put in handcuffs, not only was he taken to the jail, but I believe that it was almost a world record time frame for a cash settlement when the general manager of the dealership and owner of the dealership found out what the sales manager did. And I want to say he got the car for free and money and $2.5 million. I know he got a lot of money. Yeah. And so that was a GM transaction yeah, from about seven Chevy, years ago. It was a, it was a trailblazer. I, it was about seven years yeah. ago. I remember when you first yeah. started talking about so it. So remember this folks, it's important for you to know what your rights are. I'm going to talk to Dana about something I was going to talk to him about after the radio show. What guarantees do we have in the car business? None. Got a phone call from a really nice gentleman the other day, early in the morning on Saturday. He was listening to the show and he wanted to know if we could help his friend in California. So I finally spoke to his friend and I can't guarantee that I can get you the car cheaper here than I could get the car there. But it sounded like the dealership that he was dealing with did not want to negotiate a price on the car. They wanted to negotiate a payment. Now, when you're looking at a Kia Soul, there's probably five to $800 markup in the car from invoice to MSRP. Probably on the fanciest one. So, I explained to the gentleman, I could help you get this. I can do this, but I can't guarantee him anything. So the question that I'm going to ask Dana is, do I just say to the gentleman, based on the fact that I can't guarantee anything, you might be better off buying the car in California? One thing Dana and I don't do is we do not not go with you to the car dealership. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. 
back to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot um, and going back to the actual article. And, and Gary was kind of posing a question about whether or not would pursue helping a gentleman that was in California. And I have helped several people out of state acquire vehicles. But at any given time, the, the programs are, are regional. So the programs that are existing in the state of Arizona and in this zone could be completely different than the programs that exist in the California and, zone. And the important thing to also understand is reciprocity. It's reciprocating states. Reciprocity. I cannot okay. believe that. I and cannot, what, blah, 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 what the blah. funny thing is... If you buy a car and the states are reciprocating, if the sales tax is higher, when you go back to your state, you are obligated to pay the difference. If you don't pay the difference, you don't get a refund if your state has a lower tax rate. So it's those are important things to know. But one of the things that I looked at on this article, and we'll finish up this week's show talking about this, and we'll have plenty of other things to talk about next week, but you're asked to sign a sales contract with some fields left blank. Okay, Don't ever sign a contract that doesn't have all of the numbers in it. You're asked, it's not clear what the interest rate you'll be paying. If the contract doesn't show a rate and doesn't show what your finance charge is, if you sign that, you deserve to get what happens to you. More importantly, um, you know, there's a difference between, you know, having a conversation with a dealership and talking about getting a car and trying to get approved. If you actually sign a physical contract on a car, by God, there is going to be a rate, an exact rate, an exact term, an exact amount of interest, and it should be broken down line by line by line by line 1,000% of the time. There is no signing a contract that doesn't have a disclosure of terms. That's the truth in lending statement that has to be complete. Now, here's the other thing, and this was years and years ago, and it was a finance manager that kept getting fired because he was running numbers that they couldn't figure out why his numbers were so high. And I actually bought a car in a dealership and he typed my deal. And when I looked at him and I explained to him something wasn't right and he needed to change this, he said to me, in all my years as a finance manager, you're going to be the first person that ever came in to my office and left with a lower payment than you came back here with because I caught him trying to play his games. Now, when you're in a finance office and this is the biggest red flag when you're in finance and you're signing and you sign everything and then all of a sudden the gentleman says to you, oh, let me have you sign this contract as well. Don't ever, ever, ever sign two contracts on the same transaction. They can't cash both. You can't get payments on both. But once you sign the one that's worse, you've just now given them the opportunity to cash, cash that contract. And, and, and more importantly, the, the dealer should not ever put two contracts in front of you while you're in finance unless one of them is a one-pay contract, just showing the total balance, no interest rate. That would be a scenario where you're planning to get your funds through your own bank or through your credit union. They do a contract for them that 
is one that they can cash, and then if for any reason you sign a different contract, it should have absolutely nothing on it but the price, no rate, no term, no truth in lending box. That is safe to sign, but what Gary's describing was something that used to happen, gosh, it was a rampant behavior of finance managers. Well, we're not quite sure if we're going to be able to get this, but I'm, I'm positive we can get this, so we'll try to get this, but we're going to go ahead and do this one just in case. Well, guess what? Every single time, the higher contract, I would suggest 99 out of 100 times, was cashed when people signed two contracts. So very critical not to do that. Now, I kind of don't particularly agree with what the gentleman that wrote the article wrote. But some of the things the woman that was with the consumer advocacy group, I liked. Now, it says, verify that the loan rate is final before you take delivery of the vehicle. So while you're signing something that says spot delivery, if you don't want to take the car until you know it's finalized, don't sign that and don't sign the contract. Well, and don't take the car. Well, and, and hear what he just said, because when, when you're in that situation where, you know, they're not sure and they're hoping, you are in a position then where you have the opportunity to, to walk away, to walk away and wait until they get an actual approval and then give you the choice to, hey, you know what? I want to do this because if you're buying a car and Dana's pretty quick at this, if you're buying the car and the rate were to change by four percent and you finance twenty thousand dollars, you're paying one of forty dollars a month. Right. So here's what you have to remember. And this is what I like. If you're a victim, if you've just purchased a car and the dealer later tells you there's a problem with the financing, proceed with extreme caution. First of all, they don't tell you they have a problem with the financing. They tell you they have great news. When can you be here? If you recall earlier in the show, I was going to describe that before I inadvertently interrupted Gary, but the call comes like this. Just, hey, we've got great news for you. When can you be here? And you're like, well, what do you need? Well, it, it just has something to do with your financing. The best thing to do is just get here as soon as you can so we can take care of it. They are not going to tell you what they have in mind to have happen to you when you arrive until you're physically in front of them. Now, she also makes a statement that I completely agree with. First, review all the documents you received from the dealer. See if you signed a form stating that the sale was conditional. If so, she recommends that you simply return the car and unwind the deal. Now, I don't say to do that. It's great advice, but you should always let them tell you what the terms what are. The terms are because what happens if the payment stayed the same, but now all of a sudden it's a year less, or the rate went down? But remember this: what she should be saying, if there's a problem, unwind the deal. Okay. Then she wrote, however, by this point, many people are emotionally invested in the car, which is what Dana had mentioned. Our strategy, one strategy is to demand the financing denial letter from the lender. If the dealer can't provide it, it may be testing you and trying to set you up for the yo-yo scam. I, I don't believe that that's true. And, right. and, and Gary agrees with me. When, when a dealer isn't sure if they're going to get you approved, throw it up against the wall, see if it sticks. Yes, that's a realism. But to, to bring you back in when they, other than just to take the car back, simply to yo-yo you is, just doesn't make sense. So 
ultimately, as we've shared in the past, um, when we help a client, the, the $400 fee that we collect after the final document is signed comes out of what we save you. And whether it's in value for your trade, price of the car, interest rate that you pay, or any of the myriad of products that are available that you should or should not consider buying. If you're not completely thrilled with what we do, we have no fee, no charge whatsoever. And it can be difficult when people go online and, as Gary alluded to, on on a Kia Soul, the difference between invoice and sticker price on the top of the line may not be $800. The people may have the perception that when they go into the Kia dealership that all there's going to be asking for is that small difference, the difference between the sticker price and what it's on sale for or what its invoice is. But if you go to any Kia dealer in the Valley, any of them, you will see that there are two stickers. The good old addendum. And the addendum is how one of the ways that they now have the ability to make far more profit There are certain incentives and things that people could be eligible for that if you don't know and they don't ask, you don't get. Now, here's the other thing. When you sign all those those papers, you actually sign something that also says you won't go get a lawyer. Binding arbitration agreement. So she writes the last thing, if the dealership won't work with you, it's her advice to get an attorney. This is what I will tell you. You can't puff your chest out and make false accusations to a car dealership. You can't tell them how this is going to work. In the event that you are put in this situation and you're instructed to sign something new, hold your ground. Don't be forced to sign it. If you don't like the term, don't sign it. Give the car back. You know what they alluded to in that article, Gary, that the the average bump on a yo-yo, and I don't know if this is true or not true, but they suggested it was four percentage points. The average, this is how much it went up. And again, when Gary mentioned, you know, a difference between one point or two points on a loan, it, it, it can make a huge difference in, in your total cost. And more importantly, it's not about losing face. It's not about you doing something wrong. They led you to believe that this is what you could do, and now they're telling you you can't. Now you have every right to say, well, if you're not doing what you said you were going to do, why on earth would I buy it from you? Now, what the other thing you want to remember is if you're sitting there, you want to ask them to see the, fine, the, the, the credit app that was sent to the bank because, unfortunately... Finance managers sometimes are extremely gracious and love to give you a raise. Now, I'll share a funny story. I have is a it f- funny or is it sad? It's actually kind of comical. So a friend of mine calls me up and she explains to me that her son bought a car by himself and they took the car back. So I asked her to explain the situation and... Her son had kept going and going and going to a car dealership, and they sold him a car that they had no right whatsoever selling him because he could not afford that payment. And the only way they could try to get that approved would would have been if they lied about his income. Well, good news for the dealership is they didn't lie about his income. He couldn't get approved. So when they brought the car back, they actually had to barricade the car so he couldn't leave with the car. 
because the first time he went back, he jumped in the car and left. So the mother calls me and she's telling me what happened. So I explained to the mom, this is what you need to do. You need to go into the dealership, return the car, and get your son's trade-in back. Well, that's the problem, Gary. They sold the trade-in. So I explained to her, whatever the dollar amount on the contract is, they owe you at least that. Now, my suggestion is, since they broke the law by selling the trade prior to this, you should sit down with the GM, plead your case, and tell them this will go away. I will sign the. T- I will give you the title. You can finish your second transaction, but this is how much I want. That being said, she went into the GM's office and decided she was going to ask for $15,000. At that point, he explained, you'll be receiving notification from the our legal counsel. Now, the part she forgot to tell me was her son traded in a car that he didn't own. He was driving a Toyota pickup truck that was in his mother's name. He signed all the affidavits that said he owns the car. Now he defrauded the dealership. So I told her the simplest way to do this is come to a menial thing, get it fixed. They'll give you seven grand like that on a car that the contract shows three grand. Why did you ask for $15,000? Well, I wanted it to sting. Well, guess what? If you go to court... And they bring up the fact that your son signed. Oh, I told them don't go down that road. I said, Beth, let me ask you a question. Do you think when you're standing in court and they ask your son a question, you as the mom can stand up and say, Your Honor, I object. Don't let them ask that question. Your son is just as guilty as the dealership. Now, after she went back the second time, she left with the check. For the dollar amount I told her without trying to get the 15 grand, and she left them the title. Most important thing to remember about all this is if you have an issue, if you have an issue and you have to resign, it's your choice. It's not. You don't have to. Know what you're looking at before you resign everything and have everything in front of you. Remember, you can always reach Dana at 602-679-8324 and you can reach me at 602-525-1370. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.